What's up, guys? This is Ibrahim. Welcome back to Unfiltered Minds. I'm with my guy. What's up, guys? Bahir Ahi. And we have a special guest. Returning guest. A returning guest. A returning guest who goes by the name of Asman. Asman Ahiyah. Don't tell us your whole name. Yeah, not Today, I won't give you my social security number. It's yeah, more than okay. Chill out. Chill out with that. All right, guys. We've been gone for like a minute. Midterm. Midterm. School. Um, but now we're going to be back, hopefully, consistently. Um, and veer away from some topics that we have talking about. Since we touched a lot on relationships, now we want to talk about more self and and how to become a successful person. Uh, the topic today is present and how to be in the present moment. And uh, I'll let the guest go first, and then I'll go after you. Go ahead. First, def- define. Let's. Do you want to define, define present? Okay. Being in the present. Okay. Being in the present. Being in the present is being, first of all, not worrying about the past, the future, but rather really understanding and thinking about what you see and really understanding how it's affecting you at that moment. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like, especially with this generation and everybody's so hung up on the instant high that they get off from. Uh, or the gratification they get off from somewhere else and then they live within that kind of moment and they're always reflecting back on that moment, which I'm not saying reflecting back on good moments is a bad thing. However, you're more sane of mind when when you kind of focus on what's right in front of you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I believe that like you cannot control everything, but the one thing you can control, Mm -hmm. the one time you can control Mm -hmm. is the present, it's the now. Mm-hmm. You can't control the past. You cannot control what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. You cannot change what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So worry about the f- worry about the present. Don't worry about nothing else. Worry about being in the moment. Worry about... Don't even worry about it. Just be in it. And if you see your mind or yourself going away from the moment, thinking about other things, mm-hmm. just come back to that moment. Remind yourself, I need to come back to this moment. When we are... Like, let me give you guys an example. So, if I like today, I have an exam tomorrow. I really, I literally have an exam tomorrow. But if I keep worrying about the exam tomorrow, then I'm not enjoying the moment. I'm not focusing on this time. If I keep focusing on that exam, I keep saying, "Oh, I have an exam." I, I keep worrying. By the time I get to the exam, it's gonna just come and go. And this whole time, I just wasted it. Rather than knowing, okay, let me just study right now. Let me do what I have to do in the moment. And then later, I take the exam and the exam passes on. Every When you become in the moment, everything that looked so scary before, like exams, interviews, job interviews, it whatever small. it is, it becomes small. It becomes easy to handle because that's you cannot control that. Why would you control something in the future while you can control what's in the present? If you prepare yourself, if you become in the moment and you prepare for your, you prepare yourself, you recognize, okay, let me let me take my mind away from the exam. Let me just prepare for it. Right? And just keep saying, Oh, I have an exam tomorrow. I know it's gonna be hard. I know, I know the teacher's gonna do me dirty. 
But if you just focus on the moment, then you'll be fine. The other thing I agree with somewhat what Matthew said and somewhat what Asma said is that being present is almost being in a state of mind. That it depends on you. You can be in a different. You can be in different. You can be any part of the city, anywhere. But if you're not, if you're not thinking the way that you want to think, I almost take it to that point where I'm thinking about. Let's say I see the snow, right? Most people when they see the snow, they're like, "Darn it, man! How I snow gone?" You know what I'm saying? Like, why is this coming so early? Why is the snow coming so early? Yeah. And some of them lived here for ten years. Just mind that, exactly. dude. That's the funny part. But then instead of just looking at the snow, I've been trying to change it. I I was like that last year. I looked at the snow. I was like, "Yo, yo!" I'm like, it's "Snow, you know that's part of." Part of being in Minnesota, it's not it's not a big deal. So even that seems small. You can do that with every big thing that happens. And then some people, you know what they're mistaken in being state of mind, being careless. That's true. That's what they're mistaken in. They're gonna be like, why, why are you not like some people will tell you something big and then be like, Why are you not reacting like that? Why you want why when people when when you don't react the same way as people want you to react, that's when people say, Why are you not doing that? So when I look at it. To help us out or help anybody out that's listening, there's a couple of things that can help you with being state of mind. Which one and one that's really important is having fun. You know, whatever you're doing, because we go through a lot of tireless work. Like Matt was talking about studying for exam, people be like, "Oh, that can't really be fun." You know, yeah. But you have to look at certain things. You have to look at interesting things exactly. that make it seem fun. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be exactly fun. Yeah, just like you like you talk about the winter thing. A lot of people when I came to America. Like when when it became winter, I used to just be like, man, you know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing fun. I have to stay home. You know, it's winter, all that, 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 and I'll have to wait. Like I would calm down till three months ended, till it was, uh, you know, what I'm saying March or April, so I can have fun again. But when I started recognizing the last two years was, yo, like it's this, it's still, it's not like the city moved when the when the winter came. No. It's not like all these fun things that I used stop. to used to do in the summer that did not leave. You can do it in the winter. Yeah. You don't have to stop just because it's not what you, the, the the season that you want it. You know, I laugh when people say this is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. I don't have a favorite season because I enjoy life twenty four seven. If you enjoy every season, if you find the fun in every season, if you can be in that moment, mm-hmm. that particular season, why are you worrying about the upcoming season when you're in this particular season? I can't wait for it to be. The spring or summer. Yeah, I can't like, do. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. I'm gonna like, enjoy the the season I'm in. And at the same time, being and that's the other thing. Like that's not even what's bothering them. You know. You know what I'm saying? And the, the one of the benefits of being in the present, being in the moment, is you will automatically know if, what's wrong with. Like if you're so bothered, but you don't know you're bothered about something, you're just going off on people. Mm-hmm. You're just mad about everything. About stuff, you yeah. be mad as hell. You're like, I don't want to do this. I want to do that. And I don't like that person, whatever, whatever. You go off on everyone. But if you just say, like, yo, let me go in my room or let me go wherever. Let me go, like, in a solitude. And let me just sit. Let me think, yo, what's wrong? What's, why am I so mad? Mm-hmm. Be in that moment. Just focus. Ignore, ignore every – make sure your thoughts, like, you know, because your thoughts automatically carry you everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So focus your thoughts. Tell them, like, no, 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 no. I want to be in the moment. You always have and then you think about it. And then you automatically will know what was bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like – one thing that um, one thing that's very very important with this whole aspect of presence mm. or state of mind, <clears throat> the first key thing is first of all is you gotta get to know who you are. 
Facts. One, if one hundred percent, if you do not know who you are, you'll find you'll try to look for gratification here, gratification there. If you define who you are, you find that yourself. First of all, it takes hard and hard, hard work to find who you are exactly. because you can't self find identity. Yeah. Self identity, yeah. yeah. You can't find it by like, oh, one second, um, I'm a, I'm gonna go do this. Let me take a test. Let me take, Let me a, take personality a, a personality test. test. <laughs> no, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. Yeah. That whole thing, somebody else trying to define who you are. That's not. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Get to know yourself. Go out, do stuff. See if you like it. If you don't like it, move away from it. Try something yeah. new. You know, Try, grow within yourself. You know, yeah. and it's like. It's, it's not that really hard. It happens any time in life. If you set out to do it or if it just happens spontaneously like it did with me, at times it's just, if you like, if you don't know who you are, yeah, you look for gratification everywhere else. Exactly. And then that's when like the whole idea of depression and anxiety kicks in. Because, you know, Bruce Lee talks about this a lot in his philosophical books. He, 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 this guy used to read books and books and take notes on it. Yeah. So he read this book on Aristotle, I was listening to uh, one of his podcasts, and he said, uh, and they were talking about his podcast, yeah, yeah. and then she was talking about how uh, he he read this book on Aristotle, talking about um, the great ideas from the greats. Um, I think it was like a comprised book of different philosophical uh, yeah. ideas and stuff. And Bruce Lee highlighted this one sentence so this guy was like he was very very strict on his stuff he would yeah. take a ruler and highlight those kind of principles yeah, yeah, yeah. so he highlighted this one point saying um he said happiness happiness is not an instant is not an instant thing but rather it's a journey of life that's right that's true you know because instant happiness think about it it's not really gratifying at all well, if you what get what is it what is it then if it's like at that because specific if, moment, you, if, you, you it? if you if you have instant happiness Something that you really didn't even earn. Yeah. Then you you really not be that. There's a difference between happy. It, like, let me give you a good example. Okay. Let's say me and you, right? Uh-huh. You win a lottery yeah. of a million dollars. I grind for ten years and I get a million dollars. My level of happiness will always be higher than yours. Why? Because I went through the I went through the journey mm-hmm. to get to that happiness. Mm-hmm. I went through all the obstacles. Mm-hmm. While you, and I would appreciate every penny. Well, for you, it will not be the same. What would I if have? You just then? got immediately. What would I have? What I have? Would it be happiness or what would it be something else? But it I would not be happiness. It would just be joy. It would just be joy. It'll I be joy. Yeah, right? and it would be a void. That's the idea. It's there's a complete gap between joy and, and happiness. That's true. Happiness is a process throughout life. Exactly. And once you once you learn so yourself, so you say joy is a little bit more short. term. Joy is like short term. Exactly. Yeah, it's happiness is long term. Yeah, it's momentary. So happiness. Like the idea of happiness is the process of life, right? Yeah. So if you reflect that back onto what we're talking about of the whole uh, presence idea, it's like, or at least, at least from what I understood from what they were saying was happiness. They said happiness is a way of life. So how does that like kind of incorporate with presence? Because if it's a way of life, then you won't be reflecting back on uh, on like you'll be present in the moment every single time you're going through the journey, you know? So that that's why people who work through their grind, get to know themselves, they get to know themselves, they're happy because they got through the process, you know what I mean? So that's the, basically the yeah. idea of... You know what's something that's like the underrated, first something huh. that's very underrated that that's crazy is huh. I was looking through, I'm looking through right now actually, mm-hmm. it's saying that a child laughs about average 300 times per day uh-huh. compared to an adult. Uh-huh. Guess how much an adult laughs per day? That's oh, like yeah. Five times. Five times a day. That's, that's it's probably even lower. That's true. 
So the thing is, like, even laughing, that's why, that's why. Because they're worried so about everything. Yeah. We let, we, so you grow up, you're five, ten, you don't have real responsibilities, right? You have no responsibility, you don't have nothing that you think that you, because it's maddening to think that you can control all these stuff. Yeah. Whatever it is, but coming what's up, what's the key idea when you're young? You're getting to know who you are. You're getting True, to know how to but walk. but not only you're that, but you're you living life as it is. Yeah. You're not letting outside know you're just letting whatever happens. Yeah, yeah, whatever happens. happens. Yeah. If you go to daycare today, you go to daycare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got no choice. You got to say, hey, uh, I don't want to go to daycare. I'm not coming to daycare. I'm, I'm, I'm not 18 yet, but I'm, I'm 10. I got rights. The parents are going to look at you like, yo, it's just so awkward. Like, you better get in that house before I get that belt and that hanger. Yeah. You're not getting any smoke today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, the other thing is I wanted to talk about as well. This mm-hmm. is the biggest thing that a lot of people don't even. Realize, mm-hmm. have you ever noticed when you stand in front of a mirror mm-hmm. how you become immediately self judgmental? Oh, oh, yeah, 100%. a lot of people, you're ugly because you, you know why? You're in the as not person. only that, yeah, you you criticize yourself so hard when you stand in front of a mirror, mm-hmm. and you every everybody else, what they said, mm-hmm. you, you think about it, oh, probably that person thought that. Like, if I like, like sat right here, right? Mm-hmm. I do not see a mirror yet, mm-hmm. I go home. I go to the mirror, I'm like, oh, look at my beard. Look how fucked up it is. Probably Osman and Ibrahim said this, 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 this. Uh, all those thoughts come into your head. Uh-huh. And that's the biggest thing. Like, as adults, we go maybe 75, 80% of the day mm-hmm. without looking at a mirror. You I'm look at it when you wake up yeah. and maybe a glance before you knock out. Yeah. The biggest thing is being comfortable in your own skin. Stand in front of your mirror and be like, okay, this is, I love who I am. Mm-hmm. I have flaws, mm-hmm. but I love who I am. Mm-hmm. And I have a big flaw, like but I'm, I love who I am. Yeah, me too. I'm bald, but I still love myself. Exactly. <laughs> don't think. Don't look at your face only. Look at what's inside you. Uh-huh. You know, when you stand in front of a mirror, you look at you, you look at look at your body. You look at your face. You look at your features. Mm-hmm. No, I look in the mirror mean. and look but at I your mean, eyes. Look at your eyes. Physically. Look at your eyes and automatically think about everything. Like, look okay. at your value. How you grow. Look at your value. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. saying get a figuratively. He's saying get a mirror and look at your values yeah. and stuff. Because you can't, you can't look at a mirror but look at your values. But he's saying mentally. Yeah. yeah. You say, you know yeah. what, man? I might not have what that guy has. You know, I might not be like yeah. him. I might not be that. But I got standards. I respect myself. I respect, I respect my value. So that's gonna take me longer. I grind longer. every day. Yep. I grind harder. Every day, without cheating nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, like this. What you guys said right now yeah. is like 100% agreeable. Like, for example, if you think about it, right? You're, you're, like, for example, you're subconscious, right? You're, you're subconscious. Yeah. When you do not, when you see things repeatedly, mm-hmm. repeatedly, yeah. repeatedly, yeah. It becomes a habit. Exactly. So your consciousness and your subconsciousness align. Exactly. They come together. Your subconscious comes to the conscious, and then it becomes is the same. So now like, you you recognize everything that was in in your subconscious. subconscious now. Exactly. Yeah. Because it became a habit. It's like the idea with with uh with fitness. Mm-hmm. All right. Weight loss. Let me bring this up. This example. Yeah. Because I was thinking to myself a couple of days. Why ago. Why do you want to lose weight? This question. Who? No, I'm saying as in like that's the question, the question. Is like the same thing he brought. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Some people be like. God made you like that. Don't change yourself, or you know, some yeah. people are like that. They're yeah, like, the reason behind. Yeah, they're like, oh, why, why are you doing it? Why, are you, why are you so focused on fitness or something like that? Yeah. You're trying to check. You're just because somebody thinks you're fat or thinks you're big or uh-huh. you know yeah. thinks that you, you don't look 
Like, you should, physically you should, you should stay the way you yeah. are. Yeah. Why? I mean, Why is it really? That's self-development. At the same time, that's self. That's getting to that's know true. yourself. That's, that's pushing true. your you limits. You can't go from A to B. That's yeah, right. Exactly. But the idea was like what I was just talking about was it was when you're doing fitness. Like okay, let's say you've been a certain type of weight the whole, your whole life, and I like that. That was me. Mm. I've always been a bigger person, you know. And except for that one time where I was in Kenya, but that was just environmental. <laughs> that was environmental. You, know? you had no choice, dog. Yeah, you had no choice. You get Africa. Africa. You, you get Ugali and Skuma for like, mother Africa. Africa. No more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was environmental. But when I came back, my weight came back. You know. Yeah. So I've always been a bigger person. Yeah. So it was like the idea of why is it that I've been able to get out of get out of this state of mind and go to another state of mind, but yet come back to it, you know? Yeah. And that really struck me because I was thinking to myself and I was like, our subconscious, no, sorry, our subconscious, it it has a kind of like a memory of ourself. Yeah. So every time we want to go and like do something or we had an experience or something happened to us, our subconscious is what keeps us away from going back to that situation. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's the same concept. If you've always been a bigger person and you... Every single day you look in the mirror, you see this big person yeah. and like you really want to change it and you go out to the gym, you go eat nice food, you eat healthy, regardless of like, even though there might be some kind of specific factors, like the type of food you're eating, yeah. but that's, that's a different topic. But it's like, it's the subconscious not aligning with the consciousness that makes you go back and, and, and like, it's, there's no more consistency and you go back to the same weight. So I thought, I asked myself, I was like, so is it? Is there a way, you know, is there a way to kind of align your subconscious with your consciousness? And the conclusion that came out was right. She was following it and we're see what's going to be. This is the idea that I have to understand. She was following it and we see what's going You wake up in the morning, you look at that phone. What is the one thing that you could do every single day consistently to align yourself, get to know yourself, look at yourself, and appreciate yourself 100%? What would that be if you have your phone with you? How would you use your phone to do that? How for me? Yeah, like in, like what would be a good idea to do with? If I want to, if I want to, like, if I, am, I, am I looking for self affection? Am I looking at something beneficial? Is what am I? What am I? What am I? What am I? Like, what am I, what am I trying to achieve? Like, kind of like uh, just align align your your subconscious like get to know like respect yourself like kind of appreciate yourself because you said the idea of there's of, nothing of the there's mirror nothing. you put a picture of yourself exactly. on your it's top of your, your front yeah. of your skin because every day you wake up you see yourself you know so your 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 picture your image is not like a is not like a far away idea you yeah, know yeah, yeah, or like every, every once in a while when you look in a mirror yeah. you're, you're shocked because like or just stand up or just stand up every day yeah you can either go to the phone mm-hmm. or you can just stand in front of the mirror and realize, okay, when you start seeing yourself that you're criticizing yourself and you, and you think about what other people might say about you or what they're going to say about you, mm-hmm. notice that. Be in the present. That's what we, we mean by being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Notice that. A lot, a lot of people just think being in the present is just being here. No. Mm-hmm. Notice those little things. Notice that and start becoming comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might look like this, but I don't care because I'm on a journey of self-growth. You know what I'm saying? And the biggest thing I wanted to tell you was when you said that uh, you were standing in front of the mirror and you're seeing yourself, I'm a big person, I'm a big person, and you're trying to diet and, and work out, 
You know why your subconscious and your conscious did not align and mm-hmm. why there was no progress? Mm-hmm. It's because you were doing it for the wrong reasons. You were doing it to satisfy other people's gratification. No, not really. No, honestly. but I'm saying like when you said like the idea no, of saying first, that. First. That's what I'm saying. The idea of saying, um, oh, I look big. Yeah, Everyone's saying I'm big. You know what I'm saying? But once you, once, you, once you said, oh, no, I don't care about what anyone else says. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for myself. Growth journey. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better. I want, I'm this for myself. Developmental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Development. I mean, sorry. Then that's when you start becoming more uh, obsessed with the process. The thing is, when you start, when you, when your mindset goes to, oh, I'm a big person. A lot of people are gonna say this and that and that and that, and I look like this and I look like that. Mm-hmm. You'll be so infatuated with the result that every little thing. If you if you lose one pound, you get so happy, mm-hmm. and and you're like, what the hell? No, you don't actually get happy. You might get a little bit happy, but you're like, I don't want to lose one pound. I want to lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And you want mm-hmm. the results to come fast. Exactly. But once you start say. saying, no, I'm not doing this for others. I'm doing it for me. And I'm not doing it because I hate myself. I just want to be, I want to look better. I want, I want to push be, myself. I want to have a healthy life. I want to live till I'm 80. Mm-hmm. You know? Once you have better, your mindset has a better, <laughs> you have a better mindset, then, then you... Then your goal, you will be more obsessed with the process. Mm-hmm. Like remember before I told you, mm-hmm. I used to go to the gym. I went to the gym for a whole year, mm-hmm. but I went to the gym because it was an escape for me mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped, and I started because my mom switched me from LA to LA Fitness to uh, YMCA. And I kept every time I saw myself gaining weight, I'll blame my mom. I was like, "You should never take me away from LA Fitness." <laughs> I used to go every day. <laughs> I used to use that excuse for two years until. I met you guys, mm-hmm. and then you guys showed me a lot about fitness and uh, nutrition. And we you all got motivated. Direction. You got yeah. a little bit direction. Yeah, we all motivated each other. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Yo, I want to do this for me." Mm-hmm. And now I became obsessed with the process. That's why the other day when we were working out together, mm-hmm. and you know how uh, we measure today? all. Our, no, no, another day. Mm-hmm. You know how we measure our how much we lift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And remember how you usually erase and put the new one? Yeah, yeah. I put all of them next to each other because I want to look at the process. Yep, yep. That's like for me. That's for, you know what I'm saying? Cause I you started know, from there and now I ended up here. Exactly. Oh. I'd rather see, okay, I started at 20, now I'm 50. Rather than saying, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm just saying 50. Mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to start there. No. I, this is where I started, mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's you know, huge. It's basically almost like looking at a mirror. You're looking at your, looking at your process. You know, the quick that thing. helps you. That helps you stay in the moment, and that helps you to appreciate the process. Because if you just look at a fifty, that you only lifted fifty, but you erase all the other other ones that you did, then you ne- you're like, oh, man. I'm another thing, another, I'm just at fifty. Another thing that kills, like, um, kind of, it kind of puts you in a bad state of mind. Is especially you can compare this to anything when you make comparisons to somebody else. That's true. So if you're in the gym, right? That's the biggest. If you're in the gym, this can be always. Most of the time, there's always gonna be someone bigger than you, lifting more than you. So if you're lifting and you're lifting, it happens to me one time. Well, I was at LA Fitness, right? And I was like, you know what? I hate 40 because I'm a beast, right? Yeah. I look behind me and this nigga is doing 150 like it's nothing. Yeah. And it killed. Well, I looked at I was like, well, the thing that like, kills killed you, me. Yeah, the thing it that kills me. you is that he's doing 150 yeah. so comfortably. Uh, and you're struggling with 40. And you're like, yeah, you're like, how am I struggling with this? And you doing this I so stopped calmly. myself. The next day, I you have to, myself. You have to be in the prison. You cannot look at other people's yeah. journey. You have to be focused on your journey. Or you'll quit automatically. One guy, when I started working at Elephant, he appreciated, like, after I came, like, six days a week, like, about five guys ripped. 
came up to me mm-hmm. one by one, obviously, at different times. And all of them just say, yo, I've been watching you. I'm proud of you. Keep grinding. Keep going. I'm saying. And then at the end, the first the first three times, I, you know, I did not make a big deal out of it. But the fifth guy, I asked him, why, why are you guys all coming up to me? Mm-hmm. What's so special about me? And he said, it's not that some, it's not about the specialness. It's that we usually see kids like you, mm-hmm. and then we automatically make a bet that in a week he's gone. Wow. He's going to quit. And that happens all the time. And then I started noticing that by myself. But he said, this is just to motivate you, that other people notice you. Mm-hmm. And other people are noticing that your your process and your and your self journey, mm-hmm. and you sh- you know we commending you on it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Just start. One start and don't stop. Don't look back. One thing I I don't I don't really like. I don't really like the term motivate. That it's, whole term. No, like I I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But like the actual term itself. Yeah. I don't like motivate. Why? Because the word motivate. The verb version or the motivation? No, the word motivate, motivation, however you want to... Just the word. The word itself, like the essence of the word, I don't like it. Why? Because it entails instant gratification. When you're motivated, you're pumped to go do something. Yeah. What happens three days later when you're tired? Oh, I know what you're about to say. What happens four days later? It says right here, looking up the word. You rather have motivation. motivation. Discipline is the most important thing in your whole entire life. Do we say desire? Do you think desire? No, is desire is also motivation. Desire is no, that's, that's also that's instant gratification. But, but you just have discipline the whole time. You just, just no, you no. no I, you I, okay, let me. You need all of it. No, no, no. As you need all of it. No, you need all of it. Yeah, yeah. As okay, you when we get motivated, it happens instantaneously. Yeah, like, we we can't get motivated. Like I can't have discipline. What I'm saying is, you can you know, each of them are important, but so you have to desire to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Then you have the motivation to work out. But if you want to stay long term, you have to have the discipline. Mm-hmm. So they all go in hand to hand. But the problem is a lot of people have the desire. And usually some people stop there. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. And they never go. Mm-hmm. Some people have the motivation and they go. Mm-hmm. But they only have the motivation and they never go again. Mm-hmm. They, it's too hard. But they are those few or those who have mastered it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at these celebrities and all these people who are fit as hell, and they, they're like, "Yo, what's the secret? What's the secret? There is no secret." Even but being disciplined, no, is their the secret, secret. Their secret is not discipline, bro. Their secret's money. They get paid to do this. No, no, no I'm not talking about the ones that you see. I'm yeah, talking about normal people, like oh, normal people, yeah, normal people who who became fit as hell. Yeah, they'd be like, "Yo, what's your what's, what's your what's your secret?" I heard a lot of people ask a lot of different people that they are ripped. And it's like, but I come here every day, almost every day. Exactly, it's discipline. I grind. That's the thing. I agree with you. I know why you don't like the word motivation because it's yeah. a short term. But you have to it's have like motivation. A, it's like a, it's like a you have to have motivation no, to lead to is, discipline. Because no. if you don't have motivation, you can't even have discipline. Because how can you go to discipline without motivation? Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Motivation is a neurological impulse. Motivation is a hormone. That's what it is. Anybody can have it. It can come to you in any second. But that's all you need. But you don't need that only. Desire. What if, because like, you know how, an impulse, right? Yeah. Like when you're, like you you have an impulse, like somebody's trying to hit you, you have an impulse to move back, right? It's it's a natural thing. Yeah, we all have it. You're created that that way. You're not created with discipline, right? So if nobody's hitting you or nobody's punching you, you don't have to move out the way, right? Exactly. So, but what happens when when you when you don't have that motivation, you don't have that impulse? That's true. And that's when discipline comes in. Because if you don't have discipline, or if, you, if if 
if, if you don't have discipline, you won't really go anywhere because discipline is not an impulse. It's yeah. something that you create, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. So another thing that you got at the Boston is this, this guy came up where, you, if you guys know Terrell, he's an NFL receiver, but he's known for being in top physical form, right? Mm -hmm. He says the three Ds, he has three Ds, which is desire, dedication, and discipline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all three, he said all three of them. He said everybody has desire. But dedication and discipline is the ones that people lack. Yeah, people lack, especially discipline. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. Discipline's the if hardest. If you have discipline, then you it's actually can go so far. Like I remember, I mean, the reason why I have such discipline and structure is because of Kenya. You know, in mm. Kenya and schooling and everything, yeah. that really taught me discipline. However, you can still teach are, yourself. Yeah, you can still teach yourself. What I realize is, every single day when you hit the snooze button, mm. you see this little snooze button yeah. that you hit in the morning. And the to alarm goes off to, yeah. stop the, uh, to stop the alarm. It messes up your day completely. Let me tell you why. When you hit that snooze button, you're late. First of all, you're late to your class. Yeah. Second of all, you're late to your work. Second, after that, then you become late to everything. You have a bad day. Yeah. Everything goes to shit. Yeah. But if you don't hit that snooze button, then everything goes perfectly. You get your work done in the morning. You finish everything. Then you go and do your day. You have extra time. You feel happy. You go home, out. play with the kids, do whatever you want. And that's, you know, yeah, that that leads back to being in the moment. Because if you snooze the, if you snooze your alarm, and you say ah, ten more minutes, thinking that you can control the future. I have done that so many times. Oh my! Well, I God. said I'm going to knock out for ten more minutes, mm -hmm. and when I finally woke up, oh, it's thirty minutes gone, an hour gone. Now everything is a jumble. Last night I made a plan to go work out. Mm -hmm. And then I, I made a plan to go meet up with my friends mm -hmm. and then go to class mm -hmm. and then go to work. And then I, pl I plan to have some fun. Mm -hmm. But all of that has been thrown off balance because I try to control everything else rather than being in the moment. Mm -hmm. If I just woke up in that moment and if I noticed, if I just told myself, this is, this must, like, you know what I'm saying? This is my laziness telling me, go back to sleep. No, I'm going to be in the moment. I need to wake up. Boom, I woke up. Yeah. I shower. I get dressed. I went to the gym. I worked out in the moment. I'm just going to work out. Forget school. Forget work. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about none of that. Yeah. Just take care of what's in front of you and you will conquer your day. If you just exactly. take care of everything step by step. You know Don't worry problem? about th uh, three steps down the line. Worry about the, the step. Because imagine you going on, on a... It's just it's a normal thing. It's the thing that you teach your kids. Mm -hmm. When they're going to go on, 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 a, on stairs, staircase. Mm -hmm. You tell the, do you tell your staircase? Do you tell, I mean, your kids, um, worry about the third step? No. You tell them worry about the first step, the, step the second step. Yeah. If your kid looks at the third step, he's going to fall. <laughs> Automatic. And that's how we are as adults. But a lot of people don't even equate that. They just see, oh, you know, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm a superhuman. I know I can do it. <laughs> they try to force it. They try to say, oh, I can jump three steps. And that's hard. Every day to jump three steps... You might do that one day, you know? But you, you got lucky that day. No. But you're not supposed to make a habit of it. What you're supposed to make a habit of and it's healthy and it's less stressful is being in the moment. Exactly. And like, doing step by step. Exactly what, uh, like, when you're weightlifting, mm -hmm. one day you get, one day you have so much energy, one day maybe your carbs are a little bit higher and you have so much energy, you push the weight. Like, yeah. If you jump, let's say you're lifting 55, one day you just jump to 70, like you try 70, 80. Yeah. What's going to happen the next day? It happens to me all the time. Like, yeah, I did 70. Remember I told you guys last yeah, year yeah, yeah. I, I did 70? Yeah. But it was 70 because I had so much energy that day, right? Wow. So the problem I tried to do the next day, I couldn't do it. So I went back to, I was like, you know what? 
Let, let me, me stop skipping steps. Ego. Ego is a big place. Yeah, said, you got to check go your back. ego. I said, let me go back to 50. Let me go to back 50. So 55. I thought I went 60. I did 60. Today. Yeah. I did like four. That's, 60. I mean. Because I skipped gym for two weeks. I don't agree with that. No, let me tell you why. But you can't go zero to one. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me explain what he's saying. So I I started going to the gym, right? Remember we used to work out together. And I was gaining. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. And then school became stressful for me. And I started worrying about school rather than being in the moment. Right? Huh. Rather than saying, okay, let me just work out. School, I will take care of that when I get there. But let me just go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Have a lift, work out, and ha- you know what I'm saying? Have fun with my with my gym time. But, rather, but then what I did was, I said, yo, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm worried about school. I'm worried about school. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about my exams. I'm worried about my papers. I'm worried about all of this. Mm-hmm. And then... I skipped, I skipped gym the first day, and the second day, and the third day, and the seventh day, and then two weeks, and then three weeks. I skipped for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when I went back into the gym, the first thing I had to check, and that's when I started becoming being in the moment, was my ego. I had to check my ego at the door. When you get into that gym, if you don't check your ego at the door, you will hurt your body. Because you see females. You will hurt more. Not even females. Yeah. Just thinking, oh, you see someone else. Or you just think, I used to be a 70. There's no way I'm going back to 40. No, you have to go back to 40. You know why you have to go back to 40? Mm-hmm. Because your body needs you to go back to 40. Because your body could... Yeah, I know you have mu- muscle memory. Mm-hmm. But you have to warm your body back. You have to your make it remember. Yep. You have That's to make shocking. it remember. Oh, I used to... Okay, let me just lift 40, 50. If I can go back to 60. Okay. But tomorrow or the next day, the day after that, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to 70. My body will remember. Okay, he's back. Mm-hmm. Your body has to. It's not that easy. Your I body know. and your mind, they work yeah. together. Yeah. But if you just, your mind is telling, you're telling your mind. And your mind, you're trying to be, your ego, your mind is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go back to, I don't care that I missed jump for three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lift 70. But your body's like, yo, I can't do that shit right now, cuz. <laughs> I can't do that. I know, I know. And then you walk in. And, you, and your mind, and you're, you're basically making your body and your mind fight. Mm-hmm. Your ego is fighting your body mm-hmm. and your soul. So your ego, you're lifting 70 and you tear a muscle. And your, your body's like, look, what did I tell you? You hurt me, which is in turn, what happens? Your body hurts your brain. It hurts your mind. Because then you're going to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So it's all a full circle. full circle. And if you say, oh, this whole circle, mm-hmm. or these two things, the body and the mind. If I, and obviously the third one is the soul. Which a lot of people don't even, you know what I'm saying? This, we're going to leave that time for another day. A lot of people don't take care of their soul. But the body and the mind, if you don't align them too, if you don't take care of the other one, just because your mind is telling you, you can do better. You can go way more. Even though realistically, you know, mm-hmm. yo, I'm not going to the gym for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. My body, I know it has muscle memory. But I need to activate that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you're just hurting yourself. Remember when we worked we out together? To and you did let the, me, you me, did the lap pull down? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, bro. This mm-hmm. is the thing. The idea of the whole idea of progression and like constant, because I, you and you guys know me. Yeah. Like constantly, there has not been. I've been lifting for two years. There has never been a moment whereby I dropped my weight. Period. Yeah. And the idea is not because of ego, or the idea is not because of mind muscle mind my, my, my muscle connection or anything. The idea was because the my form was correct. The way I went about it was correct, and I had no external distractions. Period. I agree with the you. The first thing I do, the first, let me, let me, let me explain something. The first thing I do when I come to the gym is because first of all, you need to align your your um, emotion, 
like your vibes, like how you feel yeah. at, the, at the moment. That's why the first thing I do with your is, physical abilities, yeah, yeah. I, and and you know this. Every yeah. time I go, I hoop. Yeah. The first minute I go, I hoop. <laughs> Hooper, because, eh? hoop, hoop, hoop like when you when you like if you do like karate or if you do kung fu or anything, you know that before you go to your master and he's teaching you the course. You have to go and do push-ups. You have to go and do warm exercise. Up. You have to warm, warm up. up. You yeah. have to warm your body and get blood into the work, like the muscle you're working. Yeah. Like if you're doing back, you got to do at least some kind of movement for the back to kind of get blood into the muscle. Yep. So then you have proper preparation to execute the movement. You know, the second thing is external distractions. Every people like when, when, have you realized when you're working out, right? And this is how I was when I first started, but now that I gotten serious into it, it's like it's changed completely. When I first started, I would look around like, oh, this guy's doing this. this exactly. Doing this. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, you know yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But now that I've gotten really serious, I learned what it is. You know, I understood it. You know, I got to know myself within fitness. You know, I got and fitness got to know itself within me. You know, the whole idea of like connections and everything. So I'm not looking for outside gratification. Yeah. I'm looking at gratification from that barbell. I'm yeah. looking for gratification. You can't be nudged. Numbers. You can't you know? be either way. You, you can't. Yeah. That's so anything. I, I, put like, I agree with you. I put on headphones, and what, what I do is I zone out completely. Like, complete zone out. I'm literally focusing on that weight and that weight alone. And, that just and that's the it. idea of presence. Mine, but, okay, I agree with you. Cause, but let me tell you the difference between you mm-hmm. and maybe 80% of the world. Mm-hmm. You were able to come in mm-hmm. and say, yo, the reason why I'm not going to go down in weight mm-hmm. Even though I did not work out for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. it's because I'm a warm up, mm-hmm. and then I'm a I'm a I'm a do the form right, mm-hmm. and then I'm a outside distractions don't matter. What you said in a couple of weeks? Like if you if you don't go in a couple of weeks, okay? Because that's what I said. Uh, yeah, we're saying that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, let's just say a couple of days. Let's okay. just say a couple of days. Hey. Even even your example. Hey. But let me tell you the difference between you huh. and where I am now and him, mm-hmm. and maybe a lot of people, mm-hmm. is because you you actually checked your ego. Mm-hmm. You actually checked your ego mm-hmm. and you were in the moment, you mm-hmm. were in the present. Mm-hmm. And you said, you checked your ego because let me tell you the difference between mm-hmm. you and what I did before, mm-hmm. before I started becoming in the moment and checking my ego. Mm-hmm. I would come in and I would say, I'm not going to sacrifice my weight. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I'm not sacrificing my weight. Mm-hmm. And I would lift, but I would do bad form. And oh, I would sacrifice my form. Oh, and remember oh, how you did that one time? Oh. We worked out together and I kept telling him, he kept smart, kept telling me, push higher, push higher. And I noticed myself and him at the same time. We're doing the wrong form. And I was like, which, bro, which, we which have exercise to, the lap pull down. And I kept oh, telling you, bro, I tell him, bro, where I you know you were at this. I remember you were at this way. Go back up. The crossbar where you go like this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's tricky. I remember I told him, yo, we have to come back down, bro. Like, we just sacrificed my form. And then he stopped himself. And I was, I had my headphones on. And he said, I was like, you're done? I thought you're done. I thought you did three. And he said, no, 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 I'm doing another one because I was, sacri- I was sacrificing my form. I'm doing it again. But that's the difference. You have to realize that. Mm-hmm. What would you? Let me tell you the, the the three things that you said are the most important thing because the, they all add up to each other. They all add up to that ego. They feed your ego. Mm-hmm. One, so you, you come in with that ego, okay? You don't warm up, and then you don't warm up. Two, three, you go back to your way. Mm-hmm. You don't bust down. You don't you don't say let me take it. Let me take it. Let me take a step back. I've been gone for a week. Let me, I'm a, I've been gone for a couple of days mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you do it and you sacrifice your form. And then you look at external distractions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and you know, yo, I cannot take like a whole bar off. And this guy's lifted 200 pounds. And he's look, everyone else is like, you're like, everyone's looking at me, yo, I need, I need to keep going. I need to keep going. I cannot. 
Bro, that I'm not gonna lie to you. That happened to me. I went to LA Fitness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working. I couldn't lift the fifth, the 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 bar plus twenty on each side. Mm-hmm. I couldn't lift it, but even though I could lift it a week before. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you how fucked up it got. I literally, I saw people watching me, and I was like, I I took it out first time, but I noticed. <laughs> every, I noticed. I noticed everyone looking at me, mm-hmm. and I put down the fifteen. I put it down to fifteen, huh. and I'm still lifting, and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't know what's wrong with my muscle that day. I couldn't do nothing. But then I, my ego was so high, and I was worried about everyone else that I just walked out. I walked out of the gym. I didn't even complete my exercise. I didn't even finish my workout. Two workouts in, I just left the gym, and I said, "Fuck this shit! I'm not doing it." That happens to a lot of people. And that that's what happens if you don't check your ego at the door, especially in places like that, and in your whole life, then. This is between self confidence and ego. There's a huge, a mild difference between ego and self confidence. Mm-hmm. You can have the self confidence, but you know what's the big thing about self confidence? Mm-hmm. Is being self aware. Yeah. The difference between ego and self confidence is one has awareness and one does not have awareness. Mm-hmm. Self confidence knows, okay, this is what I am. This is who I am. But if I can do, I'm self aware that I can go back down a little bit. But ego is like I'm gonna do it no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't care. With self-confidence, you have realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. With ego, you have social media expectations. No, you have unrealistic. It's Which like is social media expectations. Beyond, beyond social, yeah. Media. Yeah. yeah, social media. Social media expectations. And it's like, oh, so you want to stay away from that. So messed up. So, so you know funny. what I agree it's with you? How you see how many together. four stops, yeah, four steps that you together. had to have yep. to make sure, okay, my, I know my ego is in check. Because I check every box. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, you have to be in the moment to check those boxes. Today when we working out, today when we working out, yeah. me and him, we left next to each other. Mm-hmm. And our workout says, you have to have three minutes between. And me and him and you, all of us, mm-hmm. we've been lacking on that. And today, I, I lifted. I was about to start lifting. He lifted already. Mm-hmm. And he's about to go again. And I slapped him. I was like, yo. I slapped his shoulder. And I was like, yo, three minutes, three minutes. He's like, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. And he let it go. And he went to drink water. And then he became in the moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need someone else to remind you to be in the moment. Because yeah. sometimes you just forget. Because yeah. he, he just forgot. He's like, okay, I'm about to go again. Okay, I'm about to lift again. He got the next weights and he's about to lift. Because what, happened, like, to me? what happened to me? What happened to the first rep? I, I was struggling with 60, right? I was almost going halfway. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I got to do the Exactly. 60. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that 30 minute shit. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And I let him know. Yeah. I was like, yo, what happened? The last couple, you couldn't go. He's like, bro, if I went, I was going to tear my muscle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, 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 don't force it. Okay. And that that's ego. Because mm-hmm. I remember before, I was literally telling him, like, yo, I can't. Because he, remember when you were telling me, go high, go higher. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's who I am. But I like to push myself. But I'm saying, like, if you push yourself mm-hmm. and you don't check those, those measurements, you don't check those boxes mm-hmm. of being in good form, checking mm-hmm. your ego, mm-hmm. warming up, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, killing, killing out, out uh, I mean, killing out noise, mm-hmm. outside noise. Mm-hmm. Then you will fuck up automatically. 100%. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing being in the moment can help you in anywhere in your life. It can help you in your school. It can help you with stress. It can help you with your family. It can help you with your whoever Even your with relationship. Whole idea with. of depression and anxiety. All of it. Because you know, you know Aristotle also talks about it. Aristotle yeah. he says depression and anxiety come from the the Not cure. Me. No, no, the disease. They come from the disease. Of looking for like outside gratification. Yeah, or and thinking that you can control that. everything. You cannot. You cannot. 
You're not on this earth to control everything. You are on this earth to control Obey. what's in front of you. Yeah. Control what's in front of you. Obey that who created everything. Yeah. So you know what happened to me one time? So my room, basically. My room was dirty, right? It was disorganized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? And then I was just discovered. I was disorganized. Like my classes, I was like, what this is do, this do. Then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna clean my room. Let me just do that small step. Mm-hmm. I clean my room. Like everything was organized. The next day, one by one, I woke up earlier. I woke up earlier the next day. I woke up earlier the next day. I just felt like a peace of mind when I cleaned my room. Yeah. So every small things like small that. Small things, guys. Small things. That's yeah. really what being in and the I, present means. And I wanted to end this uh park this this episode with one quote from my favorite uh, bald guy, Buddha. <laughs> Buddha. Buddha. He said, do not dwell on the pa- in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. Mm-hmm. Which is basically everything we're talking about. And all these philosophical experts and that have come from the past, they tell you that be in the moment. Don't be in the past. Don't be in the future. And I heard, I heard, I read about another psychologist who said depression is in the past, anxiety is in the future. Because what you worry about is your future, and that's anxiety. And depression is what you, what you're thinking about from the past. But if you just live in the moment, all that goes away. Mm-hmm. With that, preach. Peace, guys. This is Unfiltered Minds. I've been your boy Mahir. This is your dog Ibrahim. And I thank you guys for having me, Asmaul Kahir. Have a good one, guys. Uh, Peace and love. Deuces.